Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we study the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians. Today is episode 465. We're looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 through chapter 2, verse 2. Let's read our passage. I call on God as a witness on my life that it was to spare you that I did not come to Corinth. I do not mean that we lord it over your faith, but we are workers with you for your joy, because you stand firm in your faith. In fact, I made up my mind about this. I would not come to you on another painful visit. For if I cause you pain, then who will cheer me other than the one being hurt by me? Well, this is 2 Corinthians. It's it's well along in a series of letters that Paul's written. He wrote an initial letter to Corinth. He wrote 1 Corinthians. He wrote the painful letter. Now he's writing 2 Corinthians. He's He visited there five or six years earlier on his second missionary journey. He made a speed run over there while he was in Ephesus. And he will come back again later on his third missionary journey. Well, he's dealing with issues in the church. There was a lot of opposition against him. That's why he made the speed run over there from Ephesus. But that didn't go well. It blew up. He left quickly, went back to Ephesus. And it was because of the fallout of that that he then sent Titus with this painful letter. And apparently he blasted them in this letter over their conduct, their behavior. But he linked up with Titus in Macedonia. And Titus reported that it seems like the majority of the church now has come around and is supporting Paul. There's still a minority, a significant minority, who are in opposition. And that's the purpose of this letter, trying restore that relationship. And their criticisms to him, they they had plenty of criticisms before, but one of the criticisms is his changing his plans. That he said he was coming, but that he didn't come. He just sent him a letter and he sent Titus. And now he's up there hanging out with the people of Macedonia. Does he care more about Macedonians than he cares about us? And is he so fickle that he can't say one thing and then follow through on it? So Paul's been addressing this whole issue of changing of his plans, that he changed his plans based on leadership from God, and that you need to trust that they're doing things above board. They're not doing things willy-nilly, trying to curry favor with anyone. They're trying to follow the Lord, and they're trying to do what's best for the church in Corinth. So the last section we looked at, he basically was saying, as God's messengers, you got to trust us the same way you trust God. And it's based on that trust in God. So now he's going to give them some more actual details about what's going on. So verse 23 says, I call on God as a witness on my life, that it was to spare you I did not come to Corinth. So before he said he was his, his witness of his conscience was testifying as to what they were doing, that they were sincere. And now he calls on God himself that uh, says, a witness on my life. So basically, may God hold me accountable if I am not telling the truth to you. He says it was to spare them. He didn't come to Corinth. Well, spare from what? Things are messed up in Corinth. And for him to go there, he kind of needs to set things in order. Remember back in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 19 to 21, he says, But I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills, 
and I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love and the spirit of gentleness? So there he was, well, talk a big there. You know, if I come there, it might not be pretty. Your choice, basically. I can come in gentleness or I can come with the spirit of power. I can come with a rod. I can come and punish you. And I think that's what he's referring to here. It was to spare you that I didn't come. Now, at the very end of 2 Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, he says, I already gave you a warning when I was with you the second time. I now repeat it while absent. On my return, I will not spare those who sinned earlier or any of the others. So, here he's, even in this letter, he's saying at the end of it, when I do come, if you haven't settled things out, I'm going to settle things out. So you have this, well, this dual issue. One is his concern for them. And that's why he says he didn't come. Because if I came, I would have to slap some apostleness on you. Now, what's that look like? I don't know. But he knew what it would be if things didn't settle down. So the other option is to step back, send Titus. And looks like that was a good action that Titus was able to, in conjunction with the, the letter that Paul sent, Titus, to his own personality and ability, was able to settle things down. So things are better now than they were. So if Paul does come right now, they're in better shape than they are, but there's still problems. Now, verse 24 says, I do not mean that we lord it over your faith but we are workers with you for your joy because you stand firm in your faith. So here you have this, this tension between his love for them. I didn't come because I care about you, but also his authority over them. As an apostle, if I do come and there's things out of control, I've got to get it under control, whatever that takes. He said, so yeah, I want to lord it over you, but we're workers for you for your joy. We want to work with you to solve these problems, to fix the issues at Corinth. We, we want to be your co-workers. We want to work, work with you for your joy, for what is good. He makes this comment here because you stand firm in your faith. Well, later on, he's going to challenge them in their faith, but the faith is the only common ground they have to solve anything. The fact of their common faith in Jesus Christ, that's got to be the basis of their solution. That's the only way they can be co-workers with them to help them jointly solve the issues that are there. So we actually slide into chapter two down, verse one. He says, in fact, I made up my mind about this. I would not come to you on another painful visit. For if I cause you pain, then who will cheer me other than the one being hurt by me? So here he makes reference to this painful visit that he made shortly after he wrote 1 Corinthians. He wrote 1 Corinthians, Timothy came back, told him what was going on there, and he made this painful visit, which didn't go well. Things blew up. They were acting in a really sinful manner toward him, and the church didn't back him. The church either did nothing or, or backed the sinful actions. So he left, sent Titus with the painful letter, and he said, I didn't want to repeat that visit. 
That's why I didn't come. Because things were in such a state that had I came, I would have had to exercise discipline. I would have had to come with a rod and fix things. So I didn't want to come on another painful visit. He cares about them. He says, for if I cause you pain, then who will cheer me other than the one being hurt by me? And I think Gary just uses some language of, you know, I, I want to be joy for you, and I want you to be joy for me. But if I'm there lashing out some discipline, that ain't nobody causing nobody no joy, and that uh, there, there would be no cause for, for joy above either one of them. So he was in a quandary there. If he were to come, then he would have to dish out some punishment and could have even intensified the problem. But if he doesn't come, then the problem doesn't get dealt with. The problem just festers and maybe gets worse. So what do you do here? And, and this is things we face in our own life where you're facing a problem with another person, a problem with a church, a problem with a group of people. Do you step back and let it simmer down? Or do you deal with it head on? And there's no single right answer to it. It depends. It depends on what the problem is and who the problems are and, and the nature of those things, what other people are involved in and what kind of background is there. And, and sometimes it's better to step back, let things settle down, maybe let some other people step in. With Paul, he was able to send Titus down there and that seemed to have worked, and let it settle down seems to have worked. But Paul's also saying, I am going to come down there again, and I'm hoping sending Titus back with this letter is going to fix things the rest of the way, because I will come down shortly after that, and whatever remains to be fixed, I'm going to fix it with my full authority as an apostle. So that's where... You just have to be prayerful about these things. Sometimes you have to talk to wise advisors who don't necessarily have a, a stake in the issue, and you may need assistance in dealing with the issue. You may need other people to intercede first. You may need other people to act as mediators in the issue. Because sometimes it's better to step back, let it settle down. Other times, the, the longer you let it go, the worse it gets. And so you do need to step in then. And so there's no single right answer to that. You look to the Lord for guidance. You look to wise counsel for guidance. And Paul here is, uh, well, I'm sure he's talking to his uh, co-workers, Silas, and Timothy, Titus, and seeking their advice. And he's in prayer to the Lord about this. And he decided the best way to deal with this is write a letter, send Titus. That seems to have been the right answer. And so now he's sending another letter again with Titus. And then we know he will go after this. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 2 Corinthians.